Hello, queen. You have a story to tell, and I want to help you tell it. Why? Because you matter. You are enough. You are loved, and you are worth it. I'm Tonya, best-selling author, coach, speaker, and realtor. We are all born, and ultimately, we will all eventually expire. And those are two dates that we have no control over. But that dash in the middle is ours to own. Up until a certain point in our lives, most of our story is written for us and colored by our experiences, the opinion of others, and our viewpoint of ourselves, or lack thereof. But when we get a glimpse of who God actually created us to be, we no longer settle for less than his best for us. We don't just go through the motions or casually spend our time. Life becomes more intentional, focused, and we show up fully present, unapologetically and authentically as ourselves. We start to write our own story from that point forward, positively impacting those around us and ensuring that we make our dash of life count. The journey of you is just that. It's your journey to purpose and how you are making your dash of life account. Being equipped to know who you are in Christ, empowered to embrace just being you, and encouraged to know that God's got you and you can walk in the plans he has for you. Here's your host, Tonya D. Bennis. Oh my goodness. So I've been trying to figure out exactly where I want to start today because so many different thoughts are racing through my head and there's so many things that I want to tell you about, but I don't want to overload it all at once or just dump it. Um, but I just kind of want to share it as it has come to me. So I will say that when I was 14, I started working. I entered the workforce and really enjoyed it. Uh, by the time I was 17, I graduated high school. By the time I was 20, I graduated college. At 21, I got married. And at 22, I had my first kid. By the age of 32, I had my last kid. And I will say prior to being 14 and starting work, I had a certain desire or expectation of how I thought my life was going to look. I knew that I was going to attend college. Um, definitely was going to go to North Carolina Agriculture and Technical University. I was going to major in criminal justice and I was going to go on to law school and become an attorney. Where that kind of shifted was that I just was not sure which side I wanted to be on because I didn't want to be a prosecutor that sent innocent people to jail just for purposes of winning cases. I'm not saying that all prosecutors do that. I'm just saying in general. Um, and I also didn't want to be a defense attorney that constantly got people off that were guilty and I just let them go free. And so not saying all defense attorneys do that either, but that's just the perception I've always seen. And I know me and I have a big heart and I see people, like literally I see people and I understand that everyone has a story. And so I wasn't sure how knowing my heart and my emotions, how I could pick which side to be on and just the wrestling of that of, you know, either side, like, am I sending the wrong person to jail or am I letting the wrong person or the right person go free that needs to be held accountable? And so I couldn't figure that out, but I knew that I really enjoyed advocating for others. And I knew that I was very intrigued by forensics and DNA and everything that goes along with the criminal justice system. And I was like, how can I make a difference? So I went to college. It was not at NCA&T. Um, I did still get my bachelor's degree in criminal justice, but the time I was graduating, another three years of school just seemed like way too much at the time. I was glad to be done with school. And I was still trying to figure out life, like, where do I fit? What is best for me in this moment? And I couldn't quite pinpoint it. And 
I knew that most of my experience had been between daycare and restaurant, a lot of it, you know, administrative underlying. Um, but it was like, and now I have this criminal justice degree. So my experience didn't really match my degree. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go find something in my degree. Well, where I lived, everybody and their mama had a criminal justice degree. And so my options were to either be a police officer, I could be a juvenile detention officer, or I could be a probation officer. Again, with my emotions and big heart, it was like, mm, none of those seem like they're going to work for me. It wasn't what I desired. And so it was like, well, now I'm stuck. You know, what do I do? And I couldn't quite figure it out. And so I went more of the administrative role. And then every single role I was in pretty much after that was administrative. Usually fell between daycare and restaurant. Um, I did have a little bit of time at a law firm, which was nice. I did enjoy that. Probably should have done it longer. And then I dabbled a little bit in real estate. I was a leasing consultant and I did really enjoy that. And so I was just trying to figure it out because it was like I couldn't quite fit, figure out where I fit or where I belonged. And I was searching for that, for that sense of belonging and, you know, acceptance. Um, you all know I grew up a military brat. And so that stability and like search for home was really big. I wanted to be chosen, accepted, validated, and loved. And so I was searching. Um, I was trying to search for it in my career. I tried to get it in my relationship. Um, and truthfully, after a year of marriage, infidelity began. And it actually was present for 19 of the 20 years of marriage and it was just like how do you handle that you know when personally so many things are crazy and in an uproar and you don't feel accepted or chosen loved um, or like you belong and then you also can't figure that out on the professional side either and so that was a very tough place to sit in and so I said well I'll focus more on pouring, you know, into my roles of wife and mother, and that's where I'm going to have value. And that's where I'm going to show, you know, that I should be chosen and accepted because of that reason. And I poured all of me into both of those roles. And I was like, this is how I'm going to fulfill it. This is how I'm going to fulfill it. But you know what? The woman in me started to disappear. And it was like, I still was searching for those things and I couldn't find it. And one day God showed me that the things I was searching for, I could only find in him. And it wasn't going to be in a man, you know, a relationship, a job, career, none of those things. Because the depths of the voids and the emptiness that I needed to fill, only he could fill. He was the only one capable of it. And so once I realized that, it was like, okay, now that I know who God says that I am and that he has accepted me and chosen me, that I'm valuable to him and that I'm loved, now I can reset my thought process and shift my mindset of like, okay, well, God says this about me. So that means I could do this, this, and this. And it was like, all of a sudden, my desires begin to line up with who God originally created me to be. And it allowed me to start becoming who he created me to be. And y'all, I'm telling you, literally just a few days ago, I was in my prayer closet writing and I was talking about, you know, being chosen accepted, loved, and that sense of belonging that there's so many people that I've met that are searching for the same thing. Even if you're not searching for all four of them, maybe you're just searching for one or two. We're all looking for it in places and people and things, and we can't quite figure it out or pinpoint where to get it, but none of those things are actually fulfilling us. And it was like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. God was like, that's because of your expectation. And it was like, wait, what? Our expectations, y'all, either they're unmet 
they are unfulfilled or they are unspoken. Let me walk you through this. I just told you I started in the workforce at 14. Okay. And I already knew prior to that what I was going to major in in school and exactly what I was going to become. Now at 14, who actually knows, even prior to that, who actually knows exactly what you're going to do in life? Even at 20 and 30, people have been in their careers, you know, 10 years, 20 years, and they're like, this is not actually what I want to do with my life. And so they start a whole nother career at that point. Because just what you know today and where you're at in this season may not be the same 10, 15, 20 years from now. And so we've got to learn how to adjust and reset, um, which is why you're transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? We've got to constantly be learning God's word and what he's telling us to do. And we've got to make sure we're in alignment with that. And so for me, it was like, I had these expectations of what I thought life was going to look like. We all do when we're kids, you know, you know, oh, I'm going to have a family. I'm going to have, you know, kids and I'm going to live in this house and this kind of yard, and this neighborhood. And we plan all that stuff out. and We're dreaming about all of it. But then you wake up one day and reality looks nothing like what you originally expected. Okay. And so all of a sudden you're feeling that unrest and you're not fulfilled because you have unmet expectations, expectations that you've either spoken out to yourself, that you've spoken out to other people, and maybe they didn't respect those boundaries or they didn't follow through with the expectations that you set and you're disappointed. And because of that disappointment, you don't feel fulfilled. And so you're still searching, searching for that acceptance, belonging, wanting to be chosen, wanting to be loved because it hasn't been met in the ways that you thought it would be. Then there are the ones that are unfulfilled. It's like those dreams that you've had since you were a kid or, you know, dreams that you've had for years that just do not seem to be coming to pass. And you're like, God, why is it not working? Why is the answer no? Why do I still have to wait? You know, why is it maybe like, what's the holdup? But sometimes it could be that what you were dreaming at that specific season is no longer the plan for you. Maybe it was never in the plan in the first place, but it's what you thought the plan was. And you held on to it so tightly that when that door hasn't opened, it has prevented you from moving forward in any other area because you've held so tightly to it wanting it to happen. And when it doesn't happen, it's like all of a sudden you're falling apart because you're so unfulfilled that... You can't focus on anything else. You just want that thing so bad. And God's sitting there trying to tell you, like, this is not the thing for you. This is not what I have for you. And if I open that door, all these other things are going to happen that you can't see that I'm trying to prevent you from. But you can't hear them because your whole focus is on that unfulfilled expectation that you expected it to happen and it didn't. And it just better happen now. But that's not the way it works. God's only going to give his best to you. And if you ask him for it. But if you constantly push back and you're like, nope, this is what I want. You open this door, open this door. He's not a genie in a bottle, y'all. He's not just going to check off all of our wishes and give us everything we ask for. No parent was going to do that for their child either. You're not going to just give them every single thing they ask for because you know some things aren't good for them or they're not the best thing for them. And so sometimes you do have to say no. Yes, they're going to be upset and they're going to be bothered by it. But you're looking at the bigger picture, not just the present day. So we've got to do that same thing in our lives. The third expectation that he highlighted for me was those unspoken ones. How many times do we expect people to read our mind? Y'all, they are not God. God can read our mind. He knows our thoughts even before we think them. But nobody else has that capability because they're not God. He's omniscient and omnipresent. He is everywhere at all times. Everywhere that we need him to be, everywhere that we're walking through, he's right by our side the entire time. But no human is capable of that. So we can't be upset with someone when they don't meet our expectations, when we've never even told them from the beginning what our expectations were. 
And I don't want you to feel like, oh, well, I can't tell people up front what my expectations are. Yes, you absolutely can. Guess what? When you go to a job and they tell you our expectation is for you to be here at nine o'clock in the morning and you've got to check in, you've got to clock in by 8.55, not 9.01. Otherwise, you're considered late. And if you have three of those, you're fired. Same thing at school. You, If you're tardy, you can only have so many of those before you're you know, having to go to detention or in school suspension. You have those rules and parameters. People constantly set expectations and communicate them to you. It's okay for you to do the same. And if you're like, God doesn't give expectations, that's not true. He has an entire book, entire Bible, 66 chapters that tell you exactly what his instructions are and what he plans for us to do in life. And so we've got to follow through with that. So if God also is giving us instructions, We've got to be able to do the same thing and tell other people what our expectations are and not expect them to read our minds. We've got to communicate what we need, have those boundaries set so that people know exactly how they're supposed to interact with you and in what way. Because you can't get upset with someone if they didn't do something you wanted them to do or needed them to do when you didn't even tell them to do it in the first place. But that's where that unfulfillment comes in, where you're not fulfilled and you're still searching and you're feeling empty. It's those expectations. And we've got to go in and reset those expectations. We've got to reset our expectations of God and who he is based on who he told us who he is, getting to know him better, studying his word, spending time with him so that our expectations can then start to align with his expectations for us. Then we've got to reset our expectations of ourselves. How often are we so hard on ourselves and putting all this pressure to make this happen, make this happen? We're trying to force stuff instead of resting in and trusting God for it to happen because we're not in alignment with him. So we've got to also adjust our expectation of ourselves and what we're capable of because his grace is sufficient. In, in our weakness, he's made strong and for we're, yeah, he, he's there for us. And so we don't have to worry about, oh man, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it because of this. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He's right there walking with you and helping you to get those things done. Everything that he called you to do, he has equipped you for it. And so all you've got to do is trust in him and walk it out. The third thing you've got to adjust are your expectations for other people. Again, you've got to communicate those expectations and set them right up front so that people know exactly where you stand and what is expected of them so that they can respond accordingly. But you've also got to understand that they're human with their own story and that they're called to do certain things as well. And so we've got to be able to adjust where needed. But that's, again, where that communication is key. So I want to encourage you all this week to be thinking about what are those expectations that have held you up to this point that have left you stuck? Because, of course, at the journey of you, we want to help you get unstuck. We want you to be whole. We want you to see yourself the way that God sees you so that you can become all that he created you to be. That way you're free to just be you. So please reach out and let us know what expectations have held you up so that we can help you adjust and reset those expectations so that you can go and soar from here, go forward. So please click the link below, set up a call with me. Let's talk one-on-one and get you moving forward because this is your journey. It's where your life begins. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope that you feel equipped, empowered, and encouraged to just be you authentically and unapologetically. No more merely just existing from day to day. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to remove the mask and uncover the real you. It's time to become who God created you to be and make your dash count. If you're ready to get unstuck and move forward in your God-given purpose, you can start right now. Today is the day. Head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get unstuck. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash get G-E-T unstuck U-N-S-T-U-C-K and begin your journey to just be you.
be whole, and be free. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.